Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. Kyle, still running the gauntlet, still recording all these episodes the same night. Yeah, it's fucking not that much fun it when is you're really, really tired. It is 1.30 in the morning, still going. The things we do for you guys during this crazy-ass world we live in. Yeah, so we're here fucking dumb. doing something dumb. a little different. Like I said, we were asked to maybe release some more content to kind of break the monotony of everyone that's being uh, held indoors from the lockdown and the shut-in or whatever you want to call it. So we're going to release some little mini-episodes, right? We're just going to pick a little topic, something off the wall, talk about it for a few minutes, and call it a day. First and foremost, though, which isn't going anywhere, is the business. Check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Search Hollow Sky Podcast and you will find us there. Um, come over, hang out with us, just share stuff, weird shit, funny memes, uh, anything of that sort. If you've had a paranormal experience, this Kyle is going to come in and tell you what to do with that information. Yeah, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow Or you can use your voice memo app on your smartphones, record your story, add some sound effects, some emojis, send it on over the email which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com you can also write submissions there hit steve up on facebook <coughs> send something to me on instagram the twitter i'm on the twitter all the time yeah the tweets sharing a bunch of stuff yeah so any way that you can get a hold of us please do with your awesome stories yes and if you listen to us on apple uh podcast app or itunes podcast app Hop on over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. You guys have been doing awesome, just banging them out. And we will shout those five-star ratings and reviews out on our episodes like we're doing today. Today is brought to you by CD Cyphus No More. It says, give them a listen. Relatable approach to off-the-wall stories. I listen to them while I'm working and the time flies by. Stay weird. And in quotations which I'm assuming means don't read, but I'm going to read it anyway. It says, no need to give a shout-out for the review. I'd rather just listen to more content. You're doing a great job making this pod, fellows. Stay up. So that's awesome. Yeah, we shouted you out anyways. Yeah, thanks so much, CD Cyphers, no more. Um, we're glad that you are enjoying the show. We're glad that we're helping pass your work time away. Which I assume probably sucks. Yeah, and it might. you might not even be working now with everything that's going on. Well... We hope wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, you're staying healthy, your family's staying healthy. For sure. And just doing the best you can in the midst of all this craziness. Um, with these new little episodes we're going to do, we're not going to do a uh, listener uh, encounter, which that doesn't mean stop sending them because we're still going to release our regularly scheduled programming, long content programming, and we will have encounters on them. But these little ones we're putting out for you guys, we're just going to hold off because we don't really have that many, which in turn means you guys should keep sending them. Yeah, for sure. And um, we'll leave those for our long, regular Monday uh, releases. We'll probably release uh, these mini-sodes sometime in the middle of the week, maybe Wednesday, just to kind of break up everything, or maybe Thursday, whenever Kyle feels the need to release them. So he, don't hold your breath. Kyle is the key master for the episodes. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Something of that nature. I am your master. Uh, Kyle's got a weird story he's going to share first off, and then I'm going to take you to a place that's 
kind of close to us. Yeah. Um, that had a very tragic incident a few years ago that in turn almost created a cryptid of its own based on that horrific encounter. So then we're going to jump into that for a little bit. So Kyle, let him have it. Okay. I don't know if it is truly an encounter or what, but it, it was definitely weird. So I was telling Steve about this, an hour ago, when we started a our alien episode there that you guys haven't heard yet, two Mondays from now you will. Yeah, so you'll you'll hear it. But so there's an alien story coming. I'm from the future. <laughs> but, future um, me in the past. Right. Um. So I was. I, I remember waking up to the feeling, and I I don't know why. I describe it this way. I don't know if I mentally saw it or if it's just the first thing that came to mind, but I woke up to what felt like an inch in diameter metal rod being pulled from pulled or pushed from my hips. Like you go into one hip goes through my abdomen area, goes out the other hip. That's what I felt. That's what woke me up. <laughs> That's so fucking nuts. It's really weird. I've never had any dream slash experience like this before. So I kind of fiddle around. I'm like, what in the fuck? I'm like, that was weird. That felt so strange. So I do what I normally do, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. and Everything's going to be fine. I, you know, I wake up in the morning. I halfway forget about it, but then I bring it up to my wife. I'm like, I had the weirdest dream or something the other night. And she's like, what was it? So I tell her, and she's like, that's fucking strange that you tell me that because I had this feeling like something was crawling on me all night long. And she's like, "I every once in a while, I'd feel like a little pinch or a, a bite or something. And I I just remember waking up to it and then like smacking it, like get off me, whatever the fuck you are. So she's like, that's kind of weird that we both had something strange happen to us that night. Not saying that I we got abducted by aliens, but we probably got abducted by aliens. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So, I mean that that is my little my little story for you guys. <laughs> um, did you have any like signs of trauma in the area? Did you see not that I noticed, and I to be honest with you, I didn't or even think about it. I honestly didn't even think about it. That's it's so just one of them weird. things where I almost borderline forgot about it. That's crazy. Yeah, and then it just sparked my memory, and I just told my wife about it. I'm like, it's so fucking weird. Just I remember the way it felt, and it just felt like... Was it like a sharp pain, like a knife? No. Be, it or was, just like pressure being... It was like pressure, just like a dull fucking gross feeling. Like I, That's how I can explain that's it, it's gross. Weird. Like just like you imagine a metal rod being pulled from your hips essentially and just gross. That's so what weird. it felt like, just gross. So weird. It is weird. But it, I mean it, it's hard telling what it was. Did you have any pain or anything the next morning? No. Any discomfort? Nothing. Nothing out of the normal. So weird. I ain't got I got nothing. I don't either, other than aliens. Probably. Maybe they I mean, maybe they skewered you and were walking you around like a puppet. I mean, boop, 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 boop. I guess as long as they enjoyed it. 
pricks. <laughs> fucking pricks. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't got, I got nothing. Coming. Nah, man, it's good. I'm. It's nothing out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I've had my encounters with it before. Part of the course. Yeah. Sucks right. to suck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so today's topic. Um, I I looked into this a little bit before, but I never really pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, I remember you bringing it up before. So recently, I was in a town semi-local to us it's about five hours away from where we are so not local but kind of local um and like anyone that lives in the midwest if you're from like the the quad state area you're kind of like local of joplin missouri that name will probably sound familiar to you because on may 22nd 2011 a catastrophic huge multiple vortex tornado just decimated that town. I remember when that happened. It was awful. Yeah. Um, I remember working at Pepsi at the time, and they had a plant in Joplin, and they sent us out photos of the plant. It 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 looked like a fucking bomb went off in that city. Is the yeah. only thing I can compare it to. This tornado. I'm gonna share some information on it was a fucking monster. It was approximately a mile across. Just imagine that. I can't even imagine that. That would be that'd be fucking horrifying. 200 mile an hour winds a mile across. That's like a blender a mile long just pushing through neighborhoods. And that's what it did. It did not give a shit what was in its way. No. Buildings, churches, schools just ate it up and spit it the fuck out it was a tragedy um it's estimated that it obliterating most of the city caused probably upwards of three billion dollars in damage wow three billion dollars in damage it ended the lives of 161 people also hurt almost 1200 more um it became the seventh deadliest tornado in U.S. history, as well, well as damn, the costliest. What was the first? If that one was that freaking big, I don't know. Jesus, it was also the costliest the country had ever seen. Um, like I said, the aftermath, everything was just gone. Yeah, I mean, you like see I pictures can post of it. pictures of it. It is absolutely <clears throat> devastating. Like it doesn't even look real. No, it's, I remember seeing pictures of it, and it is exactly like you said. Like somebody just dropped a bomb on it yeah. and it was gone. Yeah. It's There's just, nothing but rubble. It's just absolutely devastating. Um, but from that devastation, <clears throat> encounters with what people are calling butterfly people started to pop up among the people that survived, right? So, the first thing you think of when you hear butterfly people is maybe an angel. Or fairies. Mothman. Tinkerbell. That's kind of a butterfly person. So, um, they get this name from the descriptions of uh, young survivors who saw these angels for no better reason or no better information than I have to call them that. <laughs> Um, they had multicolored wings, and they were surrounded by shimmering lights and orbs of lights. 
and just basically just just illuminated uh, depending on the description. Um, going off of Mysterious Universe, they have a bunch of accounts that were pulled from um, the aftermath of the Joplin tornado. Um, one uh, was from a two-and-a-half-year-old girl who was in the car with her dad when the tornado came tearing through. Miraculously, the vehicle was blown completely off the road and basically just somersaulted. The two occupants were shaken, but they were not hurt. The girl later, later stated that butterfly people had been sitting in the car with them, and when she was told that no one else had been in the car, she argued with her dad, no, daddy, the butterfly people were in the car with us. I mean, it sounds like guardian angels. That's the only thing. That's the first thing that pops. Like, you know me, and I'm not a religious person at all, but this is pretty, like, the kids are seeing something. Yeah, and I mean... In that description in itself right there, like that's that's literally the one thing that comes to my mind is just guardian angels. Yep. Another encounter from a person in a car came from a young boy who was riding in a truck with his dad when the tornado came crashing down. A car, comes so- a car came soaring through the airs toward them, seemingly on an inevitable path to just destroy their truck but somehow managed to veer out of the way at the very last moment and miss them by inches. The boy would later state the two very big angels held the car back at the time and threw it to the side. Although the boy had seen these mysterious figures, the father would admit that there seemed to be no rational reason why the car would not have smashed right into them. So in this particular story, you have once again a young person seeing what will be our interpretation of <clears throat> excuse me of a guardian angel and at the same time in a way the father kind of corroborates the story in, yeah. in his own way he sees the car coming at their truck with his son in it at right before impact the car is essentially slid out of the way and doesn't make contact at all right so the boy sees the same thing, but when he sees the car move over, there's two gigantic beings tossing it out of the way, stopping it, tossing it out of the way. And the dad, the dad who didn't see the being, said, "said there should, there's no reason this car should have moved the way it did." Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome, you know. Right? And the, a story like, I mean, from the tragedy that comes from this, you know, this in particular story. It's kind of awesome and enlightening to have what can be interpreted as guardian angels looking out for people. Yeah, it almost it almost instills a sense of hope right. that in the midst of all the death and devastation, it could have been much worse. Like some, like you know, some people pulled through because of you know what for whatever reason the protection that they have from these beings. Yeah, it's. It's, it's bizarre, and the fact that there's so many is wild. Um, another account of a mother and her young daughter that were caught in the tornado in their car managed to crawl out of the vehicle and hide in a nearby ditch. The uh, tornado just kept on approaching, just kept barreling at him, just destroying everything that was sent that way. But these two remained uninjured at all. The girl supposedly said to her mom, weren't they beautiful? Did you see how beautiful their wings were? 
When the mother told her daughter there had been no one else there, the girl insisted that she had been surrounded by winged angels with rainbow-colored wings as the tornado had passed. Other accounts happened right out in the open, such as that of a young boy of about five years old. He was caught outdoors when the tornado uh, in a, the tornado came barreling through. Although there was much devastation in the area in its wake, he was found to be unharmed, with debris surrounding him arranged precisely so it missed him completely. The boy would claim that the winds roared about him, and he said three glowing figures with butterfly wings walking toward him across the field, and wherever they stood, the flying debris would bounce off, the si- bounce off to the side or completely disappear. These three winged entities then surrounded him until the raging tornado passed, after which they were described as smiling before disappearing into the air. Hmm. That's that's crazy. Dude, and you and you found him in a field of debris, laying there. And, and nothing was nothing on him. Nothing around him. And I mean, tor- tornadoes are incredible forces of nature. Like, I've seen pictures of pieces of straw thrown through telephone poles. Which is absolutely... Like you're, my brain came wrap around that. It would suck the feathers off of a chicken, but leave the chicken alive. <laughs> That's so messed up. Dude, yeah, it can pick up a train car and throw it a mile away, but it could pick up a kid and move it ten feet and set it down unharmed. It's almost like it's got a mind of its own. Dude, it's so crazy. Um, continuing on, Deputy Sheriff also apparently heard a similar tale of a four-year-old boy who was found wandering about a field in the aftermath. When asked where he came from, the boy said he had been at the St. John's Hospital when the tornado had hit. Strange thing is, the boy was completely unharmed without a scratch on him, despite the fact that the hospital had been completely leveled with numerous casualties. When asked how he'd gotten away and ended up in this field a full six miles from the hospital without injury... The boy said matter-of-factly, the angels brought me and set me down here. Six fucking miles from the hospital, Kyle. So, I guess the claim here is that the tornado completely leveled the hospital, picked this boy up, and carried him for six miles, and then just set him down. Unharmed, without a scratch. Man, that seems like highly unlikely. Fuck that it just would have set him down. The angels brought me here and set me down. I think it's awesome. In yet another such tale, a young boy was caught outside with his father with wind so strong they ripped the father's shoes off his body. Yet they both came out unscathed with the boy boy later stating that butterfly people had been hovering over them throughout the ordeal. Um, the stories just keep continuing. Uh, there's a family, Clay and Melissa Morgan, and their four children, Zoe 12, Emma 8, Eli 5, and Luke 4. They lived in a mobile home in Joplin that was pretty much in the direct path of the tornado, which blew the entire house open and sucked Clay and Morgan out of the house, sending them flying out while still perched atop their mattress like a water slide. Fortunately, no one was seriously injured, but it was found later that little Eli was missing. After a panic search, they soon found him uninjured 20 feet from the house. Oddly wrapped up in a green rug, like a burrito, they stated, although no one knows who wrapped him or even where the carpet came from. All Eli was able to remember was that he's seen a man with brown hair hovering over him. Not so much stating that there was butterfly wings, but still... 
Somebody was there protecting him. Fucking weird, right? Right. Um, Other stories that uh, Mysterious Universe uh, pegs to this are kind of harder to classify, they say. Still super strange and possibly connected. One is an account given by Pastor Wormuth, who said that something very mysterious happened at a church that was hit by the tornado during a service. At the time, the congregation was quickly whisked off to the basement, but this did little in the face of the absolute power that the tornado had the walls of the church came crashing down onto the basement several people had been pinned under heavy rocks and debris then it was reported that suddenly six large men had arrived to lift up all of the rubble before saying that they had other people to dig out and leaving they were not regular rescuers because when actual rescuers arrived they had not seen any other people in the area but also claimed that the collapsed walls would have been far too heavy for six men to merely lift who are the men Okay, so this will be the first case that we've gone over where it involved adults seeing yes. people. Yes. But even more so, that makes it interesting, is that the adults did not see them as winged beings. No, they were seen <clears throat> as rescuers. Right. Which almost... So I wonder if this is like a perception of the mind. Falls back to what you're told to believe in and what you're not to believe in. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking right. too. Right. Um, another bizarre account is 14-year-old Emily Huddleston, who was driving home from 14-year-old, but driving home from her brother's high school graduation when the tornado reared its head. So I'm assuming that she wasn't driving, but she was <laughs> riding. Uh, the vehicle they were in apparently tossed was tossed two full blocks, apparently not hurting anyone except Emily herself, who was impaled through the leg with a shard of debris to leave her hospitalized. In the months at in the months. Of her recovery after the disaster, Emily claimed to have this strange ability to attract butterflies, which would flock to her and land all over her. She has said of this phenomenon, and I quote, There will be some that I can't get to leave me alone. I'll look at them as my angels. I really do. I think it's more of a sign that angels were there that night. We're being watched over. <sighs> Crazy man. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a cool story. It is. It's it. It kind of lets you. There's a positive light, like a positive spin on the quote unquote paranormal. Let you think that maybe something is watching over us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know. I thought that it was a fucking awesome, awesome story. Especially being faced in the uh, times we're being faced in now. Sometimes it's good to know that even in the midst of a devastating tragedy, something might still be trying to pull us through. Right. Was as was there any like a uh, scientific ideal as to what these butterfly people could have been? They don't know. They have no idea. They so said nobody's even really tried. Or could it be? that it's primarily kids reporting the actual butterfly people. Yeah. Is it a coping mechanism? You know, that night was so traumatic, so stress inducing that maybe they thought they were seeing these to just help, uh, take in the trauma of what they were going through. But on the flip side of that is, how were so many of these children completely unscathed right coming out on a tornado that leveled 
almost a thousand homes. Well, not only that, but I, that's where I assumed when I asked that question, I assumed that somebody used the excuse of like a collective thoughts and, you know, it being a kid's imagination and it, what, you know, whatever, however spin you want to put on that. But, you know, even, even taking out the, them kids going unscathed and what have you, what are the odds that so many kids would see the same fucking thing? And on the flip side of that, what are the odds that so many adults corroborated the story? Right, yeah. Like, that witnessed this, uh, if, if you're not buying into the story, like, luck, I guess you would call it. Yeah. That helped all these children get out unscathed. Like, can you really call it an over, like, like their imagination? No. Not whenever the dads and the the adults see things that yeah. can't be explained. That one dad saw the car move from a beeline straight at their truck, just moved right the fuck out of the way. He's like, nah, I'm not going to hit today. here. today. Tornado. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, like, that story in particular does a lot for me because in conjunction with the dad visually seeing this his son has a reason as to why the truck moved now his dad didn't see it his dad is like there's no reason that should happen and the son's like well fuck yeah there's a reason the angels threw it the fuck out of the way yeah didn't you see him he that's not a direct quote that was my interpretation be a lot cooler if it was (laughs) so like i said that was um a lot of these stories came from the mysteriousuniverse.org. You can go on there and look them up. I thought I'd share them with you guys because they are definitely interesting. Um, you can look into more of the butterfly people. I, I'm assuming there's more encounters and stuff. Uh, they painted a mural in Joplin uh, dedicated to the uh, butterfly accounts. people. Yeah. That's fucking. That's dope. Let me see if I can find it here. That's pretty cool. I can post that up for everyone if they would like it. If they'd like to see it. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It almost looks like it's on the side of a school building. Yeah, it touched that many people. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh it's like you said. It's kind of like a a ray of light in the darkness from what we as a country as a world have been going through and then you hear a story like this like you said it kind of gives you that glimmer of hope like there is somebody trying to pull us through yeah even even in the midst of the worst devastation possible something still cared enough to save those kids lives that's awesome you know what i mean yep that's definitely awesome nobody likes stories where kids get hurt no um, so yeah, this, uh, I guess I'm going to send this story out to all the lives that were lost in Joplin that day. Um, our hearts and thoughts go out to you for sure. It was just an absolute tragedy. Um, and I can't even fathom trying to live through that and come back from it. So I hope all of you that were touched by that horrible tornado are doing well. And, um, living your best life absolutely if any of our listeners i know like i said it's relatively close to us if any of our listeners would like to share their accounts of the tornado that day that lived through it 
Um, we'd gladly like to hear them. Um, if any of you actually experienced something of the butterfly people, we would definitely love to hear that. Yeah, for sure. So feel free to get at us and let us know. So I'm going to wrap that up. That's our little mini episode. I hope you guys liked it. Um, we're going to try to do a few more of these once we get it together again to record and um, share it with you guys. That way we have a little more content to put out, some more stuff for you guys to listen to and such and so forth. Um, they'll probably be a little bit lighter on content. Probably have a lot to do with cryptids and weird stuff like that. Cause yeah, we'll save our heavy, one-offs. Yeah, we'll save our heavy deep dives for our hour episodes. <clears throat> so until then... I hope the butterfly people are looking out for y'all. No doubt. And keep you safe.